0: Maybe midnight or midday, never early, never late. He gon' stand by what he claimed, lived enough life to say. I heard your heart, I see your pain, out in the dark, out in the rain. feel so alone, if you're so afraid, I heard you pray. this is pastor Tanyola, actually known as pastor tan don't you know it's been a interesting week on to this week for me my children on friday had a parade of just different characters and my youngest was able to dress up as a cinderella with which she chose to have a red dress on different twist my Middle Child was able to have a shirt that had a picture speaks a thousand words. And I thought it was pretty cool because she was very creative. She was able to paint on a picture and use some of the words around it to be able to kind of signify how someone might view it. So it's been an interesting week this on this week for me. Also, I was able to get to know how a lot of people are communicating and trying to focus on different aspects of their lives and getting some things prioritized. And I mean, it's just been a rampant blustery, I will say, Wendy March, but it has been always a good thing. And I just wanted to kind of recap my week for you and just to let you know that, you know, it, I, I understand as a parent, we see our children and we view them through our eyes, but sometimes our children view us through their eyes and they've been able to give me their personal opinions and kind of sit down and talk to them. So it's been, you know, eye opening experience this week, but also very, very good to be able to communicate with your children and just any loved one. I mean, I can honestly say that as I am approaching my 46th birthday, it astounds me and sometimes shocks me how intelligent all three of my kids are. That is not to say that I don't know they're intelligent, but sometimes the things that come out of their mouths is so much more of an adult aspect that sometimes it wards off to people, especially me as the mom, how encouraging, thought-provoking, and also sometimes... um Just the way that my children are able to summarize some things that even some adults won't even touch, that some adults won't even be able to give their own opinion without, you know, having the eyebrows uh, raised. Pretty much I'm saying that that uh, purity of a child is just. They say what they mean and they mean what they say. So I just thought that was pretty nice to be able to hear and just to kind of give you a recap of what I've been dealing with for this week. Amen. All right. So let's go into our uh, lesson for today. And uh, God gave me this at three or four in the morning on this week. And it was big, huge for me. And a lot of people may not think like, you know, the Bible is not just as sound reading as it is. And it it brings out so many different points and different viewpoints and different, you know, just aspects of what's going on right now in modern day. And also at the same time, It gives us a road map of where we need to go, okay? Whether it's good, bad, ugly, the Bible has it. And it's not going to always be squeaky clean. It's just not because we're humans. And we've been able to be, you know, living in sin because of Adam and Eve. And that created mess. So I wanted to kind of, you know... You know, just talk about all the different things that God had input into my system and, you know, be able to help me to get through this walk, because sometimes we as human beings, we have questions and sometimes we don't want to ask those questions or we don't want to inquire about those things that are are always on our minds or, or always, you know, You know, sometimes we don't want to be able to seek out any assistance. So that to me tells me that, number one, it has been very, very, you know, heavy on you, weighing heavy on you. And number two, we need to seek out the answers for God. And he is the best source for everything. Trust me, men can be able to be wrong. And God, oh, my God, he has been known to be right so many times. So I wanted to let you know that he gave me never go back. And I had to go to Hosea, the fourth chapter, and we had to go in and the verses of Hosea, is consistent reminder of the day and hour we are living saints of the most high there is such an element of not going back to what we used to do in the world okay please keep that in mind while i'm reading hosea fourth chapter beginning at the first verse and we're not going to all read the whole thing but i recommend that you go in and you dissect the word for yourself don't just come and take it from me my words but go back and you know pray to God and ask for that wisdom that you need that you can be able to open up the Bible and get the nourishment and the food that we need for this time and hour amen and what i'm saying is here and it says hear the word of the lord ye children of israel for the lord hath a contrary controversy excuse me with the inhabitants of the land because there is no truth nor mercy nor knowledge of God in the land verse 2 by swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery they break out and blood to blood Verse three, therefore shall the land mourn and every one that dwelleth therein shall languish with the beast of the field and with the fowl of heaven. Yea, the fish of the sea also shall be taken away. Verse four, yet let no man strive nor reprove another for thy people are as they that strive with the priest. Number five therefore shalt thou fall in the day and the prophet shall fall with thy in the night and i will destroy thy mother verse 6 my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge let me say that one more time verse 6 my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because thou have rejected knowledge I will reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Verse seven. As thy as, excuse me, as they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore, will I change their glory into shame? Come on now. This is what God is telling his people. Verse eight, they eat up the sin of my people and they set their heart on their iniquity. Verse nine, and there shall be like people, like priests, and will punish them for their ways and reward them their doings see sometimes we have to be able to honestly sit there and we need to examine ourselves see now in this present time people do not love the truth they do not want to be merciful to their neighbor or to their friend their knowledge of god is no longer existing in the united states or worldwide they want to be able to swallow that up and the word of god has been the truth has been the anchor for so many of us saints of the most high so we should be able to eat of it daily and make sure that it is nourishment for your bodies your heart your mind your soul those inner beings that you need to be able to, the hunger, the, the the hunger for God's word needs to be satisfied on a daily basis. As much as you, and I will say this bluntly, feed your face, you should be feeding yourself the word of God. Let me say that one more time. As much as you are feeding your face with the natural food you should be also feeding your spiritual man with the word of god this is how you're able to penetrate and also come have conflicts resolved also to do battle with the enemy we cannot let our sword our shield our buckler everything we have and the word of god fail us And you understand that Satan would want you to give up. But there should be on you to rewrite your story. Don't you know and understand those who started a good work in you wants to fulfill it. And the people that's already started the good work or people, as they say, it's not them, but it's God. God started a good work in you and he wants to fulfill it why won't you let him you have started to come out of the ground you can't revert back into the ground do you understand that when you are trying to be able to do what god says do you have to go forward push forward not looking back always pushing forward and being able to sit there and honestly say i'm doing what god's telling me to do because he wants to compel you he wants to he wants to push you he wants to make sure that you go further than what you have already thought you would be and it says that he wants to be able god needs for you and your voice to be heard to be spoken to be echoing the word of god the earth shadows Sound of the Lord rings. Let me say that one more time. The earth shattering sound of the Lord rings. Do you understand what time we are living in treacherous times? See, so many people are looking out for themselves and not worried about their neighbor. Do you not understand that these are times, critical times where we as the men and women of God have to stand up And be the truth when there is no one else. And then also, there are many people that have started listening to my podcast, but their motivations are not why I started. And I certainly won't be my motivation. God has been preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies while I'm on this podcast. While I'm being able to be on this platform, he has been able to give me these words, to give me my voice, to do what he says do, no matter what comes or goes. See, this platform is because God sent me here to do his work, not for my benefit, not for my glory, but for his. See, we forget why we are here. We are here to do what God says do. And then at the same exact time, God sits there and he gives us growth and he gives us the supplies we need. He gives us the things that we need and to able to push us forward, to keep us propelled back into him, keep going. And also at the same time, I am eating off of the finest of heaven through God's word. Let me say that one more time. I am eating off of the finest of heaven through God's word. Don't you know when God was able to breathe the breath of life over this manuscript, what we call the Bible and these apostles, these prophets, all of these different people have been able. To contribute to the word of God. He knew we needed this manuscript so that we can learn and understand our faults, our fears, our messiness, also our triumphs, our tools of the spirit, the things that we truly do need and the things that we should be able to avoid. And also the things that we don't even think or we should even fathom to have in our arsenal. Do you understand that when we're angry, enraged, hatred, those things we don't need. Cast them aside. Oh, it's just so easy for you to say. No, it's not. It's not easy for me to say this. It's not always conducive because I had to get to a point in God where I said, you know what? Let me be able, God, as a human being and as your child, to let some things go. Don't you know that when you start talking to God, like you talk to your husband or any of your friends, just being raw and and enveloped into A conversation that tells him everything that's been going on with you. Yes, he knows, but he wants you to be able to be present with him so that you both can be able to work this out. He's already got the solution. You just need to bring the problem to him. And sometimes he wants you to focus not on the problem, but focus on him. See our problems are so small compared to who God is. Come on now. See the problems we have. Some of them we made ourselves. I'm gonna be on a little me, me, me. But the ones that we have not made, and God is sitting there and saying, "Yes, I see somebody that's jealous of you, or I see that you're suffering from depression, or I see that you know you have you you have you know." married the wrong spouse or 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 you have offspring that isn't right or or sometimes we have been able to accumulate things that were not ours and we've been able to have that baggage with us through people through friends family what have you we accumulate things now it's time for us to be able to bring those things to god leave them there and say thank you (laughs) takes time let me say that one more time it takes time to sit there and say you know what god i'm gonna leave it with you because guess what i need for you to pick me up i need for you to place my feet my my whole entire being into you not dipping my foot into just the whole entire i don't need to dip i need to envelop into the water let me say that one more time for let me explain that see we want to dip our toe into the living water and say okay we're clean but if you go back in the scriptures At the pool of Bethesda, you have to put your whole self, your whole body into the water while the angel is troubling it, for you can be able to be healed. So what I'm telling you as in my advice to you, you better go ahead, not just dip, but immerse your whole entire body into who God is for you. I don't know who this is for, but I'm telling you, Once you immerse yourself into who God is in your life, your life will not be the same. Your whole countenance and everything else will change. Ask Moses. Ask anyone that has been able to be in the presence of the the living God. Ask them. Ask them about the glow. Ask them about the knowledge and the wisdom that Solomon got. Ask them about the hands of war for David. Ask them. Yes, these are all of the grace we know, but guess what? Some people, it's not even about being great. Oh, come on now. It's about being obedient to God. Ask Enoch. He was there walking with God and being obedient until he was not on the earth anymore non-existent God sat there and said I want to take him because he is of me and I can be able to work with that can he say the same thing about you Mm, my God see when God sits there and he puts his whole entire being into you and you have immersed yourself with him that's a beautiful communion That's a sweet communion. That's when even everything is around you. is chaotic. You are at peace. I mean, I've had reports, you know, today of, okay, this was going on. This is going on. That is going on. And I said, okay, God, I said, you see the situation. And then at the same exact time, God sits there and he puts it your mind your soul your heart everything you got at peace how about that it's a peace that passes all understanding it's like you have no idea how much he loves us we as human beings do not know how much mercy grace Unmerited favor God has given us, not because we live like He wants us to live, because we deserve death. Let's talk about that. When Adam and Eve sinned, we deserve death. We don't deserve life, that more, but we don't deserve it. But because of mercy and grace, but because of 42 generations, Jesus came through and died on the cross for me and you think about that don't go back and if you ever had hesitations about sitting there and saying you know i was living better than i'm living now Ooh, come on now you sound like the egyptians when moses was coming and having the 40 days and 40 nights and they're telling You know, they're telling Moses, well, we can't have, you know, we want food and we need this and we need that. And, you know, sound like five-year-olds. And I'm like, you are present. Their God is present with them. You can physically see him. You can honestly see and know that he's there. But yet and still, we want to moan and complain when God takes us out of some things. That we put ourselves into. Oh, come on now. Let's talk about that. See that mumbling, complaining spirit? Oh, let me tell you something. When God takes that from you and says, you know what? Every time that something comes up, you say, you thank you, God. See, every time you say, wait a minute, this is, you know, this is do and da, da, da. No, you sit there and you tell yourself the first thing that should come out of your mouth is say, thank you, God. Why? Because somebody else has it worse than you do. Has has it to a point where they had to lose family members. They had to lose loved ones. They had to go through some things on their own. Or so they think. Because they did not call on God. See, the best thing about being able to be in God is knowing that he is not leaving you nor forsaking you when you go through your trials and tribulations. He's just quiet because he wanna see how you will react when you're going through. Funny how we do the same thing with our children. We tell them to go do something and we expect for them to do it. We usually say it once or twice and if it's not done right, what do we do? We yell, we we complain to them, everything, you know, all of that. But see, what God does is that he shows you who you are. So that if you need to correct yourself or he needs to correct you, he will. And then he'll sit there and it's like a reflection, a mirror, okay? And I know, you know, um... A lot of people may not see themselves all the time because they don't like what they see, but God loves what he sees in you because you were fearfully and wonderfully made. See, sometimes we had to understand and know that all the time when we're here on this earth, he gives us instructions and we should follow it to the T, to the letter. Yes, are we going to make mistakes? Oh, yes, 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 we are. But don't let your mistakes become part of your lifestyle. Don't let the mistakes of you being, saying that, okay, I went, you know, I was running in the house and, you know, for example, you know, I was running in the house and I slipped and I fell because I had socks on instead of, you know, my, my, my shoes on or my, my house shoes on. God said, okay, I acknowledge that's a mistake, you know, but if you keep doing what you're doing, God's going to sit there and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not a mistake. That's deliberate and you should be doing those things. Behavior, the environment you're in. If you see something and you know who you are as a person, See, like, for instance, weather is getting warmer, okay? And I am, I love to be able to go, and I love I, I love to be able to have something sweet, an ice cream or something like that. But when I know I don't need it, come on now, I purposely drive by, right? And you want to smell the, or... or in some cases, you you hear the bells, and I know I'm old school of the ice cream man, okay. But you want to go by, you know, as a kid, you'll run, you know, run up, make sure you have your 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 ice cream money and the right amount and everything else, and 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 go about your business. But when God tells you, hey, don't go by that ice cream shop. I don't need you to go by there. Do we uh, purposely do it? Do we make excuses to do it? Come on now. See, some of the things that God tells you not to do, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. Because he's trying to hold you from things, withhold you from things. And he's trying to make sure that you get to your final destination, which is heaven. Whether it's a person, whether it's an ex boyfriend or girlfriend, whether it is co-worker, whether it is colleague, whether it doesn't matter. God is sitting there and telling you no for apparent reason. Hear what God is trying to tell you in this time and hour. Stop sitting up here and saying, God, hmm, I don't want to listen to you anymore. Oh, come on now. God, I'm just going to. I'm just going to go back. This is getting too hard for me. Hmm. Really? I don't know who this is for. But I'm telling you, don't go back. Keep going. Even if you have to reach out to me, reach out to anyone that is saved and anointed, or simply put, go and reach out to God. And say, God, can you have somebody to come by and see about me? Or God, can you come by yourself and come and see about me? See, I've been there, done that. I honestly told God to his face, you need to come and see about me. Because right now I need you more than ever. See, sometimes you need to know your you need to know that God will not put more than you can bear on you. But sometimes you really would like to be able to see God, to to just sit there and touch him and get a hug and say, look, God, this is what's going on right now. And I need you. It is necessary. I need you to come and see about me because guess what, God? I don't know what I'm doing. I see, I don't want the drugs, I don't want the pornography, I don't want the depression, I don't want, I don't want all of these elements in my life. I don't need this husband, I don't need this spouse that's being contrary to your words, putting their hands on me. I don't need my children doing this, and I need you to come and fix me. See, I don't understand. That so many people will sit there and they know they need God. They know they can trust God, but they won't sit there and honestly have a heart to heart with God and say, look, I need you. I need you more than ever. I need you in my good days and in my bad days. I need you. And when I'm at peace and when I'm at war. I need you, God, because guess what? I can't function. Come on now. Without you. You have become the best friend, soulmate. Come on now. He is my provider, my, my peacemaker, everything. He has been with me for 46 years. Nobody can say that. None but him. He has been my backer when I need uh, investment plans. He has been the foundation when I need a home. Come on now. I don't know about y'all, but I'm telling you. I need you, God, when I can't even see my way through things. Come on now. I need you when it's supposed to be raining, but my crops are thirsty. Come on now. I need you, you little shake it. When nobody else is there, I need you. Because I know that when you come, I know you're going to bring the peace, the power, the dudamus, the everything that I need. So don't sit there and say, oh, I'm going to go back because guess what? Do you understand the same way that you are coming into God? That when you go back, come on now, the enemy is ready to pounce. The enemy wants to be able to take you out. And don't you know that you do not have to go back when everything is up against you? The main things I do, and I'm going to be honest with you, is go down on my knees. Go into my war room, my prayer room, and start talking to God immediately. Like, God, I'm telling you, I don't know what's going on. Like, like this may have become like Job. In so many different ways, I'm losing this, I'm losing that, and I'm doing this and all this. But at the same exact time. Don't you know every time that you exalt God and you tell God, I thank you, God, for being able to give me those things to be able to go through these things. Don't you know you got more coming open to you? You are almost there. God is telling you that you should go ahead and keep going. Don't go back because guess what? You never know when your breakthrough is coming. And when that door is shut, come on now, you better praise him in the hallway. You better praise him on your job. Praise him in every aspect of your life. Praise him. Oh, come on now. See, every time that, that the Israelites will go out to battle. Look, Judah, which means praise, would always be in front and center. Come on now. Because they believe giving God the praise and the glory and knowing that the battle was already won. See, sometimes we have to be able to program, go back and reprogram our minds and our hearts and saying, look, I don't know what's going on. The enemy is in my camp, but I know that God will be able to prevail. Come on now. See, sometimes we have to be able To speak those things that are not as though they were. Oh, come on now. See, sometimes you need to be able to sit there and say, you know what? I know my children will be saved. I know my husband will be saved. I know my whole household and the generation and generations to come will be saved. Come on now. See, when you start walking and talking in that kind of authority and that dudemous satan is gonna be like wait a minute hold up who is this no i cannot go back because i have become the foundation the cornerstone for everyone in my family i cannot go back you can't you cannot So don't let it be a part of your vocabulary. Don't let it even be able to put it on as a cloak or as a garment. You better take it off. Jesus. See, sometimes we need to be able to sit there and believe like, God, look, I know you already got this going. You already got that on lock. See, I understand that Joshua, every time, Joshua and Caleb, when they went into the promised land and they had to go scout and they had to go view the promised land, they went and they came back and they said, look, these are the only two that came back and said, we can take them. Paraphrasing. See, we know God's got it on lock. While the other, oh, we we, we, we like grasshoppers to them. They, They too big. Now, Caleb and, no, Caleb. And Joshua said, no, nah, uh-uh, no, no, no. Paraphrasing, no, nah, bro. We, we we got this. Because we got the God of God. We got the great I am, the one and only, the undefeated. Come on now. See, that mindset will take you very far. That mindset. Of knowing who you are when you go into battle. Your mindset will be everything that God sits there and says, look, I know for a fact that when I send them to some place that I know that you will be able to accomplish it. And knowing, fully trusting in who God is, that is so much key. Why are you going to go back? You better not go back. And I had to start going and talking. And I had a discussion with my husband. And yes, I told you my husband's Bible finally got here. After so many months of delay. And then at the same time, he was able to go and he was getting another Bible. And that Bible immediately, like when he pushed the, (laughs) the, the button to payment, that Bible showed up immediately like it was nothing don't you know that our relationship with god that sometimes god will be able to show up immediately without fail and then sometimes god will let you go through the warfare and then he will have your answer to arrive later on and i said um I said, God, there has been a couple of times where, you know, I've been in warfare and my family's been in warfare and you don't show up quite the way I thought you would show up. (laughs) But when he shows up, let me tell you, it's on his time. So don't think that God has forgotten about you. See, you can be like Daniel and because of people talking bad about dan he still went because they wanted you know we weren't he wasn't supposed to paraphrase and he wasn't supposed to be praying to another god he wasn't supposed to be you know consulting with another god and because of these people you know sitting up here and trying to take daniel's life had to pump up the king and said look you know king paraphrasing Hey, you know, king live forever. You should be the only one we should be praising, you know. And so he put a proclamation out. He put, you know, and said, oh, you should be. No, Daniel, he went straight. I mean, straight to God. And he was praying the same way he was praying for the time that he's been there. He He did it the same way. He never failed nor faltered. And see, the people at the time, he was like, wait a minute, they go back and say, King, um, Daniel, he, he, he's, he, he, he didn't obey your proclamation. He's talking to his God. And so the king sits there and says, What? No, no, not Daniel. Said, yeah, that's what he's doing. Well, we gotta cast him in the lions, then that's 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 what it's supposed to be about. So the king, who he knew he was wrong. And he cast Daniel in the lion's den. And I will say, paraphrasing, the king was sweating. He was he was like, I can't sleep. I did this man wrong now. <laughs> you know, I, I got to, mm-hmm. And that's what sometimes we are doing. We don't think about the consequences of our actions. Until we've done. them, oh, Come on now. I've, I've, I am. I've done this too. You shouldn't have been in that relationship. You shouldn't have done this and this and this. And you know you shouldn't have done that. And you haven't. You put somebody in a situation you shouldn't have been in. But Daniel. When he was cast into the lion's den. Come on now. When he was cast in. Oh my God. He sat there, and he was praying, and he was thanking God, and don't you know those lions? Hmm. Oh, my God. He had prayed, and, and God sent Angel down and shut the lions' mouths. See, sometimes when you know that you truly are in God, oh, come on now. And it becomes so reverent to you, so apparent, so, so much is saturated in your life. That everything that isn't lining up in God's way, he will shut it up. And you can be able, oh my God, to go and be in fellowship with him. Come on now, I'm telling you, God is, oh my God, I don't care what is going on he is always always there for you and yes he stays quiet sometimes while we're taking this test but he is every present always present to you never go back god is always there And when Daniel, who, the king said, open it up the first, in the first light of morning, the king says, you know what? Come on, open it up. And he said, Daniel, are you, are you down there paraphrasing? Are you alive? Oh my God. He said, King live forever. Yes, I am. I have been just, oh my God. I am blessed. I am beyond blessed. Paraphrasing now. Come on now. He said, "I am fine. The angel of the Lord came and shut the lions' mouths." And he said, "You know what? Because of this, I will declare that your your God is stronger and bigger and mightier than me." And what he did next to the enemy? Come on now. He put them And their children and their wives into the lion's den. And the lions ate their full of them. Don't you know that every time, every time God comes through. Don't you think that for one moment he won't come through. And yes, we do go through life. We have pains. We have struggles. But yet God is faithful. Yet God is willing and able to come through for us. Are you willing and able to go through for him? Oh, come on. Don't go back. Does that mean that no stopping praises God because we do not have such things at our disposal heaven forbid. Let me say that one more time. Does that mean that we should stop praising God because we don't see what's in front of us. We don't we don't see what's what's going to come up in our lives? We don't sit there and we don't say, wait a minute, God, I don't think, I don't know. mm -mm." At our disposal, heaven forbid. It says, praise God, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with his presence in song. Know that he is God. He has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture oh come on now oh come on now see satan can be in the camp but the battle doesn't belong to him Mm-mm, no it doesn't it is the lord that made heaven and earth the message is whose report shall you believe come on now that's a, oh my god we shall believe the report of the lord His report says, I am healed. His report says, victory. Let me say that one more time. His report says, victory. Not victim. Not woe is me. Not I can't. Not, oh, well, you know, I should. No. Victory. So don't be, don't you dare go back because of your circumstances. Difficult people, places, or outcomes. God has the Holy Spirit. Come on now. You need to be able to tap into it every day. The Holy Spirit, which is the person that is inside of you, living inside of you, and saying, don't do that. Don't go here. Don't say that. Don't text that. Don't be rude. God, look. Don't you know God is looking? He's that constant reminder in your head that keeps you when you don't know no better. (laughs) And he keeps you and he protects you with everything that he has. I don't know about you, but these trials and tribulations have the combative spirit in you to come out. Combative means to fight, to assault. To um, wreak havoc, To make sure that the consequences are deadly. I'm going to be honest with you. Because right now. It's a lot of things that come up in our lives. And we are not combative. We have not sat there and said. You know what? I don't want to fight. Okay. You don't want to fight. But God says. I teach you to have hands of war. Spiritual. Not always natural. And at the same exact time, guess what? Your adversary, the devil, the enemy, he wants to sift you as wheat. He wants to be able to consume you. He doesn't want you to have heaven. He doesn't want you to be able to even go. He wants you to be able to have a reckless life. To have a life that is not of God. To be in chaos. To be always in the temptations that you are used to be engaged in. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, he wants you to be engaged in these vices that you are so used to having. So used to doing. And then at the same time, while you're in those temptations, he wants to keep you distracted from reading your word. From meditating on the word, from being able to pray, being able to fast, do anything that God has told you. He wants to distract you from what you're supposed to be doing, which is your purpose and your call. Come on now. So if you don't want to fight, I feel for you. Because the enemy, he wants to fight. And you have to fight. You have to fight. And In order for you to battle, you need to be praying. You need to be fasting. You need to be getting into your word. You need to be able to tap into what God has given you, whatever gift God has given you. And also at the same exact time, getting with the other people that are like-minded like you. You ain't by yourself. Keep telling that. I keep saying that. You're not by yourself. He wants you to be able To get with people that have the same spirit, the same mindset, the same goals. For God I live and for God I die. And it goes into, since the enemy wants to be in the camp, then I will make him so uncomfortable and put him in his place. He has no business in my home nor my job, nor amongst my friends, nor my family members, nor amongst my future, nor amongst my praises to the Almighty God. He should not be in any of those things. You should teach the enemy not to what he should be putting up or shutting up in your life. Let me say that one more time. You need to teach the enemy to put it up or shut it up in your life or don't even come nowhere near me at all. Let me explain that. When I say you need to teach the enemy, that means that he needs to know that by the time that he sees you, you have to put him on notice. Who you living for, how you living for, and what you're living for, which is God. That's it. I'm not here to play patty cake. I'm not here to play any type of winks. And that's an old one, but yes, I'm that old. You have to tell the enemy. And the enemy should know by the time that they see you, anytime time he sees you, that is a praying woman. That is a woman of God. That is a mighty woman of God. That is somebody I don't need to play with, so I need to go the other way. And every time the enemy wants to say something, he should be able to sit there and shut it up. Do you understand that the enemy is crafty and try to put anything on you? Or try to be able to put you in a place where God has not had you to be? For example, somebody can come up to you. Oh, it was nice to see you today. Hello, how you doing? Yes, God bless you. Well, do you know? I know that you're, you know, this and that. No, 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 no. Look. See, that's the opportune time to say, excuse me, I know what God said about me. Thank you so much for trying to put your input. But this is not what God said. See, God said this about me. God said that about me. God said, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be here and here and here. Yes, I have three children. But yes, they're going to all be powerful women. But thank you so much for your input. But I am, I'm not going to take it. You see that? You 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 see that? See, once you give him room, he thinks he can come and stay in your... Oh, no, no, no. Once you give him room, he thinks he can... No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Not. And somebody told me, and I love it, you teach him that I am the storm, hmm, that is going to mess you up your plans. Let me say that one more time. You teach him that I am the storm that is going to mess up your plans. I am the breath, Rafa, God's breath in my body. I shall not be moved. I am the living water for God moves in me and I have my being. Come on, saints of the most high. You better not give up on God because he hasn't given up on you. Do you not know that you have a host of angels and saints? Of old cheering you on? Do you not know that John the Baptist, Moses, Luke, Paul, John, Andrews, Philip, Joshua, Ruth, Esther, and you better know that they are waiting and they are not going to give up on you. You better not be weary in well-doing. For in what do? D-U-E, season. You shall reap if you faint not. So, oh, taste and see woo-hoo, that the Lord is good. When you need encouragement or a slap in the face, reality, you better play this. Go back over and over again and tell yourself, wait a minute. I need this so I know where I'm going. So, I won't have to go back to the ratchets and roaches that... I used to be in. Take inventory of your life and count the cost of who you used to be. Then look at yourself now and say, (laughs) baby, I am fearfully once again and wonderfully made. You have made, you have been made with wide eyed amazement and reverence in God. Come on now, let me say that one more time. You have been made with wide-eyed amazement and reverence in God. I don't know about you, but I can't give up my journey because of an emotion. (laughs) A person with their opinion, diseases, or illnesses, nor a man, nor a woman, a demon, nor an angel. Do not let nothing separate you from his love. Did you know that you conquer a lot of territory this season? Did you know? That you conquered a lot of territory in this season. See, I had to go this week. And I was looking at Odyssey And Adeshi is in Korean. An older man. And he has a farm. And his farm is massive. And he's right behind my home. And he walks around it. And he analyzes it. And he walks with very calm, very poised. He always has his arms, both his arms, you know, towards his back and is folded in the back. And he walks and he walks and he he looks and he's trying to figure out what he needs to cut away, what he needs to burn and remove, and what will remain and stay. Aren't you in that season? Are you looking at your territory? Do you see that you got acres and acres of land in God, but you want to give that up? Hmm. You better not go back. You better not give up. Fight for your land and your purpose in God. David has said, God, do we stay or do we pursue? See, that's when the enemy took all of his land, his his possessions, he was taking his, he took his children and his wives. God was like, when he came back from the battle and the enemy took his wives and his children, his cattle, all of that, and the people there were starting to rumble and talk bad about David and saying, wait a minute, we went through all of this and we lost the most precious possession we have? And David even talked to God and said, do we pursue? Do we stay or do we pursue? And you better believe. God sat there and said, you better go after what God has already gave you. If you don't go after what God has already told you, what is rightfully yours, when the enemy has came into your camp and stole it. Oh, baby, you better make sure. That you know for a fact that God is before you and no one can be against you. See, those are the things that you need to understand and stop and sit there and think about it. Why would you go back if you gain so much in God? Why would you go back to the chaos? Because you think that God is sleep. God is never sleep. God is always present. In every facet in our lives. But you wanna sit there and you think to go back will be easier to the Egyptians and to your way of life of being a slave to sin? Huh, let me tell you something. Your life will be 10 times as worse because the enemy don't care about you. The only person that cares about you is God. Make that decision make that choice to stay and if you need encouragement contact me i am on facebook and also it is written podcast i am here on apple and spotify but also i can receive personal emails through my name Latanya l-a-t-o-n-y-a last name u-l-l-o-a And I also have an It Is Written Facebook. So if you want to leave questions, comments, anything that you would like to talk to about, come. Let's talk. I'm here. I understand that I didn't have that when I was growing up. I didn't have anybody to talk to. I didn't have anybody to sit there and discuss how I felt. So this is an open platform. Come and talk. There is no wrong answers. There is no, um, I'm going to be able to sit there and shut you down or talk bad about you. No, because this podcast is for everyone. Everybody can be able to come in and tell their truth, tell their way of life, tell it the way that they need to come out. And then at the same time, God is telling you, seek him so that he can be able to point you in the direction that you need to go on today. And for the ones that are not saved, we have Romans 9, and 10. If you confess with your mouth and believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God and paraphrasing, confess and ask for forgiveness, and accept Jesus into your life, you can be saved. For the ones that don't know, there's hope. There's ways out of this. Don't let the enemy tell you it's hopeless. We have hope, and that's Jesus Christ. We have hope through God. We have hope in faith, and don't Don't believe the enemy's lies. Don't believe what he tells you in your ear. Don't believe all of the circumstances cannot be undone. God will be there for you no matter what. Amen. And I know and I hope that this podcast has touched you in such a way. I thank you so much for your time. God bless you all. Thank you so much for my readers <laughs> and also for my podcast. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me this time and this platform to be able to give you what God has told me. Kano da. Kano. Sometimes it's years. Some a lifetime of volunteers. But he's in the darkness, he's in the cold. Just like the morning, he always shows. It may be midnight or midday It's never early